Hey, fam. Hello, hello, hello. Family, I'm here with a word, okay? I just woke up from my nap, so if I still sound a little ugh, that's why. But I wanted to bring this to you as the Lord started downloading this into my heart, into my spirit last night. And, you know, I got the okay for him. Like, tomorrow will be okay to record, but it was just sitting just sitting within me, and I want to bring it to you. I need you to know that God said you have to believe in yourself. Before anybody else believes in you, you got to believe in you. You can't try to prove to people. You can't try to tell everybody your dreams. You just have to believe them for yourself. Do you believe Because that's what, at the end of the day, you got you, okay? And right when I began to talk, I just think about Joseph. And Joseph had this dream, and he was so happy because he knew without a shadow of a doubt that God said that he was going to reign. He knew that God said he had plans for him. And although his brothers couldn't see it, you know, he saw it. You feel me? He was just a dreamer to them. And sometimes you got to be okay with people just saying you a dreamer. And just keep trusting God that he will bring that dream to reality. Believe in yourself, okay? You have this vision of yourself and where that you see yourself. And how you see yourself living. And how you see yourself healthy. And how you see yourself in a a committed relationship. How you see yourself having a successful business. Having multiple streams of income. You see yourself doing that, right? But nobody else sees it. Because it's your vision. God gave that to you. God trusts you with that. And it's time... It's the year of the Lord's favor that we are walking into because you need favor, right? Mm. I was watching The Chosen, the new episode of The Chosen that came out, and Jesus is in a synagogue, and he began to read Isaiah 61 to them, for the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has come to release the captives and say that prisoners will be released, okay? And... One thing in Isaiah 61, and he said, announce the time of the Lord's favor has come. And I'm here to tell you, because when I heard that part, I knew God was saying, that's it. It's time for my favor to come. Yes, you have grown weary in your well-doing. But he said, now it's time for my favor to come. Okay? And you just got to keep pushing. You got to know who God is to you. God will bring you to a place where it's just you and him. He will bring you into that moment where you just like, Dad, can't nobody just stay up and pray with me? He will bring you there. He will bring you there by yourself. He'll bring you to that place 
where you just feel like it's you against the world and everybody else has forsaken you, that everybody else that said that they would be with you would betrayed you, left you. But he does that for the purpose, for his glory to be revealed. He does that so he can begin to rise up within you. One thing that I did not understand fully until I really began to be intimate with the Lord is that I truly walk the walk he has walked. You feel me? I've been up to the wee hours of the morning where it's just me and God. I've been toiling. I've given people my all just for them to betray me. I, you know, I've been despised. I've been rejected. I, I, but all, but in that, right, in that, I've learned to love God despite it all. I fell so deeply in love with the Lord because I began to see you did this for me. You did this for me. You humbled yourself. And came down here in a real body to set me free. You took on my sins so I could be free. You you can bear witness with this pain. You know what it's like to have people talking about you. You know what it's like to have people mocking you. People saying, oh, that's just, that's just, that's just such and such as child. You ain't nobody important. You feel me? People was like, that's just Joseph's son. That's just Mary's son. Ain't he from Nazareth? If I like people gonna do that to you. You know? People see me and they be like, mm, that's just such and such and such and such daughter. Oh, she from here. You feel me? We know who she is, but no, you don't. But it's okay because you're not for everybody. Everybody's not supposed to know who you are. Everybody's not going to see it. And it's okay because God made it that way. Do you understand that everybody didn't believe in Jesus? The ones who thought they knew Jesus so well was the very ones that was like, nah, that ain't it. He's a false prophet. He called himself the son of man. He said he's the Messiah. No way. He's from Nazareth. He, he's, he's Joseph's son. We know who he is. But they didn't know. They didn't know. <laughs> they thought they knew. So when people do that to you, rejoice. Rejoice. Because you're not for everybody. You top shelves. You hear me? You top shelf. So everybody can't can't get a taste of that. Everybody's not going to be able to have access to you. And it's okay, okay? I remember in my season of like complete solitude and loneliness, because I was lonely in the beginning, just being like, nobody understands me. I'm so misunderstood, you know? I just want to know, God, why is there so many rules and regulations that these people want me to follow? Why? Why? Like, I I just want to know him deeper. But guess what? All the rejection, 
all the false accusations, it just pulled me closer to God. It just made it so I would seek and thirst after him more and more because within me, I had this dream, family. I had this dream within me that nobody else could see. But it was a set time where God said, I'm going to bring your dreams to reality. And before my very eyes, I see him pull back the layers. He's still pulling back the layers. I see him pull back the layers. And I'm starting to see who what he said happened is, go, is happening. What he said was going to happen, happens. Now, it wasn't 100% a smooth ride because, you know, when I would go out a little farther in on the water, when when the Lord would say I can get off the boat, I would go a little farther. I would get a little scared and I would start sinking. But immediately he would reach his hand out and save me. Immediately. You know? But the more you trust God, the more you'll see God. I you rather obedience is better than sacrifice, right? Obedience is better than sacrifice. And there is a way that God wants to take you on this journey with him. And your obedience will do more for you than your disobedience. Your disobedience is going to cause more sacrifice than necessary. But God will still work that thing for your good. But I'm just saying, if you be obedient to him, it's better than sacrifice. I want to take you to Ezekiel 37. And we was reading Ezekiel 37 at Bible study last night. And, you know, the Lord, sometimes I'll take notes and the Lord send me on with notes. And then sometimes the Lord just straight up be like, go deliver that word. I'm going to give it to you while while you speaking. I'm going to place this word within you. <laughs> So as I was reading, last night was one of them words that he was like, I'm just going to place it within you. I'm going to place it in your spirit as you go. Trust me. And it's called a valley of dry bones or the KJV says the breath of the Lord. And it says, the Lord took a hold of me and I was carried away by the spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, son of man, can these bones become living people again? Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. So the Lord, he, when he's speaking right there. You've just been at a place of dryness. You've been at a place of lack. But the Lord said, I'm about to breathe on you. 
You feel me? He said, I'm about to put my breath into you and make you live again. I'm resurrecting it. Hallelujah. I had to let you sit in the grave. I had to let people see that you had died because then they want to see your rise. People had to watch you die. They had to watch your body be, be, um, what's the word I want to say, Lord? Your body had to be nailed to the cross. So people had to see you broke. People had to see you, um, unhealthy. People had to see you with your heart crushed. People had to see you broken hearted. People had to see that. And the Lord is saying, don't be, don't be ashamed of that. Don't be ashamed of the dying process that had to happen. Hallelujah. That's like a, that's like a caterpillar being ashamed of the um cocoon. You don't see a caterpillar being ashamed of the cocoon because the caterpillar knows when I come out of this thing, I'm going to be flying, baby. The caterpillar be like, I'm going to be soaring, baby. I don't got time to be ashamed. You can't be ashamed of the process of your cocoon season. You can't be ashamed of that. But you got to know I'm coming out soaring. I'm coming out as a butterfly. Do you understand? The Lord was working a good work in you during that cocooning season, during that metamorphosis season. He was doing a good work within you. Okay. It wasn't for everybody to know. But it was just for everybody to be able to witness that once you was dead, but now you alive. Once once you was dead, you was in that grave, but the Lord has resurrected you. People had to watch you be stripped because they want, they need, the Lord needed them to see that he was multiplying you. So they had to see the stripping. See what the thing about God is, he not going to bring people in, right? And, And in your life for no reason, everybody got a purpose. Everybody got a purpose. Some people there for a season and some people there to testify. Them very ones that was mocking you. The Lord like, yeah, I'm going to use them to testify. Do you understand me? Let's talk about Peter for a second. Peter was like, Lord, I'm going with you to the end. You feel me? But Peter couldn't even stay up and pray with Jesus in the garden. Peter denied Jesus three times. Do you hear me? But what did God do? He still used Peter. Did he not? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He said, I will put flesh and muscle on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. The Lord says when I breathe on you, because he's getting ready to breathe on you. He said when I breathe on you. You are going to come to life. Things are going to just start happening quickly, says the Lord. And he said, you're going to know that I'm the Lord. Things that you could not finish, things that you felt like were were unattainable, goals that you have set for yourself years ago that you've never conquered. The Lord says, when I breathe on you, you're going to fly past those things. Do you hear me? You're going to start accomplishing things that you've never thought was possible. You're going to start soaring. Do you hear me? And he says, once I breathe on you, once you accomplish these things that once were giants to you, once you accomplish those things, once you bring back Goliath's head to me, you will know that I am the Lord. That's what he said. Okay. 
So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. So the Lord, he was telling me, once you speak it, the process already began. So as you are hearing this word, the process is already beginning. Something's starting to, to, to uh, rattle within you. The, things are starting to get stirred within you because God's word is so. Do you hear me? God's word always produces fruit. Do you hear me? God sends his word and it produces plenty. His word does not come back void. So as you are listening to this word, it's a rattling going on within you. Do you hear me? The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. You're going to start seeing a change within yourself. Not, not too far after this word. Things is going to start shifting in your atmosphere because God's word is so. It's time for the Lord's favor. Do you hear me? It's, we are walking into the time of the Lord's favor because it's time, okay? It's time. The Lord whispered that into my spirit last night. He said it's time. And you know when he said that the first thing I thought about was when a woman's water breaks. And they say it's time okay it's time to birth these things that the Lord has placed within you. He said, it's time. It's time. We, and we going into the labor and delivery room now. Do you hear me? You going into the labor and delivery room. This is that final stretch. Your feet is in them stirrups and you pushing. Do you hear me? It's time. That water broke. Do you hear me? It said, then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. Then skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. Mm. So you're starting to see things come together. You're starting to see things working, but you're still like, Lord, I'm unsure. I'm unsure how these things is going to work. But the Lord said, I got to breathe on it. I cause things to come to life. Do you hear me? When God breathed the breath of life into Adam, what happened? When, when, when Jesus breathed on the disciples, what happened? The, didn't the Holy Spirit come on the disciples when he breathed his breath on them? When he breathes breath on you, you will become a living being again. Do you hear me? You're going to resurrect. People going to be looking like, who, who are you? I thought I knew who you was, but who are you? How, how were you able to accomplish these things? I just thought you was from Nazareth. I just thought you was Joseph and Mary's child. Do you hear me? How are you? How are you really like a kingdom ambassador? How are you really making big moves for the kingdom of God? Why did he choose you? What happened? Last time I seen you, they was taking you to the cross. But now it's time for people to see you ascend. Do you hear me? When, when, when Jesus, he would come to the disciples here and there. But then finally it came the time where Jesus ascended. And they watched him go up. They watched him go up to heaven. And he ascended. Hallelujah. Listen. And the same thing is happening to you. The Lord says, as my spirit rises in you, people will see you rise. As his spirit rises in you, people will see you rise. Stay in his word. In Joshua chapter 1, it says meditate on his word day and night. And then what all you do will prosper. When you study and meditate the word of God, then you will prosper in everything you do. That's in Joshua chapter 1. Okay? 
Then he had, then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the wind, son of man, speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. Since I got you, we're going to pray that God's breath in the mighty name of Jesus. We won't pray that his breath be blown onto you so you can live again. We, I got you. I got you, sis. So I spoke the message as he commanded me and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet. A great army. Then he says, see, I love how he says like a great army. As I think it's in the book of Joel chapter two, I believe where it it talks about the Lord's army and how it's like the Lord's army is like locusts. Like we coming in and we wrecking shop. Do you hear me? We coming in, we we taking this well over because all creation has been waiting for the true children of God to manifest themselves. Do you understand? So when, when God breathes this breath on you, it's you going to be like, okay, one mind, one body, one spirit. We all going to be out here just getting the souls doing what God said to do. It's going to be time to take over. Do you understand me? God is not breathing on you just so you can just sit there and think that you cute. He breathing on you because he needs you to go breathe on somebody else. And then he needs that person to go breathe on somebody else. Then he needs you to go breathe on another person. God is doing a thing. Do you understand me? Do you understand God is doing doing a thing that you have never seen before. You have never heard before. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what God is about to do for his people. Do you understand me? It's it's so important to know that it's time for the Lord's favor because this world has never seen the Lord's favor like he's about to show it. He is about to come in, show off and show out. Okay, that's what he's about to do. And I need you to receive that. It says, um, it says, then he said to me, son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They are saying we have become old dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. Therefore prophesy to them and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Oh, my people, I will open your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. See, there it goes. It goes that rising again. Because let me tell you something. As you stay in your word, you will begin to rise because Christ is rising in you. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Then I will bring you back to the land of Israel when this happens. Oh, my people, you will know that I am the Lord. See, the Lord, he keeps on saying, you won't know I'm the Lord because the way he's about to show up, you're not going to be able to deny that it was him. All those times it seemed impossible. All those times that your goals seemed unreachable. All those times you wanted to give up. All those times you got tired of sowing. Hallelujah. Well, now the fields is ripe. Okay? Now now your crops is ripe. And the Lord says, when this harvest comes, when you begin to eat the fruit of this harvest, you will know that I am the Lord. Do you hear me? A lot of you was looking out in your field after you sowed your seeds into the field and you just seen barren land. But the Lord says that I will cause these crops to rise again. Do you hear me? Your field will be plenty. He is bringing you into a land where the fields is plenty. Do you understand me? 
The Lord might have you in one season. Just sow and just stay in your word. Just stay in your word. And you might not see the fruits of what the word say. But then he's preparing you for the next season. He got to bring you to the season where you don't see nothing. So then when he brings you to the season where there's plenty, you know how to handle it. Because you've been in his word. Okay? He says, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. We about to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I am coming boldly into your course today, Father. I'm thanking you for what you are doing in advance, Father. I'm thanking you for what you are doing in your children's life, Father. I'm thanking you that, that you are coming to get the ones that think that they are dead in the grave, Father. I thank you that you're opening up the graves, Lord. I thank you that you open in the gates of exile, Father, and you are letting your chosen people come out, Lord, in the name of Jesus for your glory, Father. And I'm praying for this child, Lord. I'm praying that as they hear this, you begin to breathe your breath on them, Father. I pray that you send the winds, Lord, to 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 just down just your child, Lord, in the name of Jesus, in your breath, Lord. Bring them that kind of wind, like the wind that you be bringing when we outside and slap you back into the car, Lord, and slap you into the store window, Father, and slap you into the door, the, 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 the store's doors, Lord. Bring that kind of wind, Lord. Bring that kind of wind, Father, that you bring during a, um, a hurricane, Lord, during a tornado, Father. Bring that wind wind, Father God, and breathe your breath on your child receiving this word, Lord. And I thank you, Father. I thank you for what you are doing. And I plead the blood of Jesus over this person listening, Father. I plead the blood of Jesus and I speak to their dry bones, Father. And I say, dry bones rise again in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I I, I speak to this person, Father, and I say, rise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It's in your name. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Okay. Listen, you got to speak to the rock. Okay. Sometimes you just got to speak to the rock. I don't got to beat the rock. You got to speak to it and the rock will produce. Okay. And when I'm saying rock, look at it like your heart right now. Some of your, your hearts are hard and all you got to do is speak to it. You got to say, listen here. We gonna have living waters flowing from this rock. That that's my that 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 is my heart. We gonna have new living waters flowing from it. Do you hear me? Cause God's doing something new. He's putting a new heart in you that's gonna be obedient to Him. He's giving you His Spirit so you can be obedient to Him. He is breathing His breath on you to give you life again. Do you hear me? So just family, I pray this word has blessed you in Jesus' name. I just want to tell you, prepare for what God is doing for you. I just want to say that I love you. I just want to say it won't be long from now before you begin to see the fruits of what God has promised you start to happen. You're going to start seeing things happen that was so hard for you all these years. It's about to come to you with ease, says the Lord. He says with ease. Hallelujah. It's time to get that recompense that he promised you. 
You hear me? It's time for your double portion. Do you hear me? It's time for him to give you back what the locust and the canker worm destroy. And I hear him saying sevenfold. Do you hear me? It's time to catch that thief and make him pay back what he stole. Do you hear me? It's time for him to pay back sevenfold for what he stole from you. Hallelujah. And all we need you to do is receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Just receive what God is doing. And I say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for what you are doing. Thank you that you want me to lift your name up to bring you the glory. Thank you for using my life and my testimony to bring you glory, Lord. Once I, what, let me use what I once was ashamed of to bring you glory, Lord. I thank you. And it's in Jesus' name. Okay, you better be thinking him in Jesus' name. So I'm going to let you go, family. I love you so, 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 so much. But let's not forget, most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.